0: Hey, behave!
1: Welcome back from your uh, Memorial Day holiday. Back to work.
0: Back to the grind today, Uh, John.
1: On the the move. You know, I didn't know how it would feel to uh, have a holiday in the middle of a uh, three-month lockdown, but it actually still felt like a holiday, kind of. I don't know if everybody listening still felt like it was different. It's just so, it's been my 34, 35 years of this, you know, it's just in my brain,
0: Memorial Day. I, I'm with you. It's its a powerful day on on kind of the yearly calendar. I, I would say it felt a little weird, just depending on where you live. I, I know we got people that listen, you know, in Sacramento, they they raised that SIP, shelter in place, and they're back at it. Do you see some of those pictures? The bars, people rocking and rolling. No, I saw just, the Ozarks. W- where is the Ozarks? Is that in Michigan? Uh, <laughs> Ohio? I, get, oh. I got no clue where the Ozarks are. I watched Ozarks the show are. for two
1: seasons, never Googled it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Uh, but I, to me, when you can't go to restaurants and you can't go to bars, I, I think it kind of throws me off a little bit.
1: Before we get into the match, which took the world by storm, Everg- I'm sure Evergood, uh, hopefully Evergood and uh, Kinder's did big business on because 'cause they're uh, this time of year, summertime. No matter what you're doing, uh, you got the grill, whatever. Or uh, you want to feel like you have a grill and go pick up some Kinders. That'd be more my my speed. But Evergoods everywhere.
0: You see those Traegers where they have the pellets and they just you just press a button and it fucking cooks it. Is that the egg? Is that incredible. the green thing? No, it's just a it's a barbecue that. That is just you press a button and it's on and it's based on these pellets. I cooked some Evergood sausages a couple of weeks ago on it. It's fantastic. It's like an electric grill, but it's actually a barbecue. With the and wood, it's hard to explain. Yeah, but it's it's these tiny little pellets. I don't even I haven't okay. researched what they actually are, but they dominate. But I it guess, gives you like the so,
1: smoky kind of.
0: Yeah, I guess the traditional barbecuers could probably taste this. You know the taste, but it's it's as good as. You know, 98% of anything you're going to eat on a normal barbecue. All right. I'm uh, and made some Evergood sausages. They were sweet. Uh, obviously, our friends at Kinder's been in business since 1946. I went to Kinder's, I think, what day was that? Saturday, got a sandwich. It was really good. Hmm. Barbecue chicken. bomb.
1: Uh, and, of course, this podcast is available on YouTube as well. You can go find... Uh, Find this and a bunch of other things on YouTube. We continue to add content day by day. Imagine how much content we'll be able to do once there's actually sports.
0: Thank God. Hopefully, sooner or later. But I who know. knows? Maybe never.
1: <laughs> uh, and by the way, we'll tell you about it more uh, in a little bit. But I can also say that this podcast is brought to you by Raycon. Buy Raycon.com slash ham. Go get your uh, E25 True Wireless earbuds there. We've got them. We love them by racon.com slash am. Uh, so Cowherd tweeted, did you see this on on Monday about the uh, the match? Ratings are in. The most watched golf telecast in cable TV history. Six million peeps. The whole personality and fun thing working out. Stop playing to the diehards. They're not going anywhere. Mostly tooled to get out of their recliners. Uh, I'm not sure which part of golf he's referring to that plays to the diehards. Um, but it was great.
0: I, I think he's speaking more a little anti golf culture that can be very stiff, very you know, very critical of just broadcast whenever they get a little loosey goosey, you know, not they're putting the anti- You mean like
1: not putting gambling on every hole like I want?
0: Stuff like that. But I I, I, they I, did think, that that's already, I think that's already I think that's already too too far though. I, I'm even getting back to like an untucked shirt. Uh, shorts just the old the old old school golf things about i I don't even know like a specific example but just we all know stiff golf guy yeah the probably the best comparison would be like a baseball purist like a golf purist kind of similar though i would say that is a little bit of a one off given how loose it is and golf does have potential to add golfing elements you've always had the great idea to like add how much money every putt's worth on sunday like, that sweet. Like, l- not right. like how so much So you care about 7th
1: and 8th place even if they don't can't win the thing.
0: Yeah, and I, I heard a golfer say this. He's like, uh, on a podcast sometime during quarantine, he's like, you know what's crazy? Is whenever you're on Sunday down the back nine, you realize you make or miss putts after the fact. You're like, God damn, that cost me 150 grand. But at the time, all you're thinking about is, I got to get to 3rd place because I want to get to 3rd or 2nd place. You're not thinking about it from the financial standpoint, because you're just locked in this stroke, puts me, maybe I get to the playoff or whatever. And that element yesterday of, you know, putting up the the gambling stuff, and it, it's easy on an event like that because it is so loose, and you have so much dead time. I also think, guy, they just benefited from having, I mean, Tiger Woods, you know, since Michael Jordan's the biggest star we've had, like he's, to me, bigger worldwide than LeBron, I just think he's probably the third biggest athlete you could argue like ever behind like Babe Ruth and Michael Jordan just in terms of fame. Yeah. And and Tom Brady, the NFL's never been more popular than it has been like the last 20 years. He's their best player. I don't know his rival for like 15 years, Peyton fucking Manning, who was also a rock star. Phil, the, if Phil's your least famous guy, who's pretty fucking well known, just casual sports fans. And it's just they're in pretty good shape. If you're if you're two most famous guys in a broadcast are Tiger Woods and Tom Brady that are participating in your event, like your numbers are just going to be relatively high, also factoring in a pandemic and where a lot of people are just stuck at home or just at home, which they'd naturally be maybe Sunday anyway. Yeah, yeah. Right? And yeah, there's nothing to compete against.
1: No, and it's also the TV window for it was like the whole afternoon. You know, it came on at 12 Pacific. And had like 30 minutes of. I don't know if that was built in. I don't know were they gonna just show them on the driving range for 30 minutes, or was that because of the, the rain? Were they trying to wait and hope the rain would pass? But they did basically 20 minutes of pregame.
0: Yeah, I I, I kind of like that, kind of setting the scene. You had them kind of loose. Peyton is. I could have done nat- with
1: 10 minutes of that, but yeah, it was cool. Makes yeah, it feel big.
0: Just, yeah, I think they tried to just hype up the event. And again, you just got four guys who are all stars. Don't you kind of want to write them? You know, it's kind of what other sports do, do a little in pregame. Yep. Uh, press conferences in the NBA, in football. Football's a little different, huh? Because there's not like a, you know, pregame stuff really, beside like some pregame warm-ups. right? It's harder. In baseball, the managers talk before do a Yeah, you do, a, free, you, you try, you do to, a right try before a
1: kickoff it. interview in the college football a lot, right? Right before the national championship. Here's a question for Nick and Davo.
0: But in, in golf, if we were watching, let's say this Sunday had been a major golf tournament, part of the buildup for a big, that Sunday day is like when the guy shows up, right? Him on the range, they talk to him, right? A couple of the other guys that are chasing him before they tee off. There's kind of a build up to the... Uh, to the first tee for the, for the leaders. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it, it, no, it worked. I mean, I, for me, part of what was cool about it was the first tee specifically seeing Peyton and Tom, especially Brady's tee shot was awful. Cause Chuck said he played 18 holes already. So he wasn't tired. Ty- and then he was like working out in the parking lot. Charles said, so he wasn't tired. I think he was just trying to figure his game out. And and obviously, Peyton's first shot wasn't great either. Tiger just striped the ball the whole day. Like, you did come away thinking, did you watch this? Like, I know Tiger's – it's hard because Tiger's playing these guys and Phil's just Phil. So, you can't really compare also, Tiger. Also his,
0: also, his home core, so he knows it like the back of his hand. It's true,
1: yeah. but he's just hitting – his ball – because one thing I thought watching was you could we could never go back to golf without the shot track the shot tracer or the shot tracker. It's just when you don't have it for a shot, it's you just give up as soon as the guy swings. What am I looking at? But with yeah. shot tracer, and Tiger's shot tracer was just just straight every time it
0: felt like off the tee. He looks really yeah, good. He, I, I, if, if they had a tournament next week where I think they do, right in a couple weeks, June. Early June, they have a PGA chan- the PGA event. Uh, might be like the Farmers Open or something. Hmm. If he's in it, I mean, I would imagine he's got as good a chance to win it as anybody, right? He looked fresh, striping the ball like you said. Just his shot, trap uh, the tracer, just boom right down the middle every time. He's like want to hit a little baby cut or a little baby hook. It was like whoo, whoo, whoo. he looked fucking. He just looks good. He really from a couple years ago when the back was all fucked up. To even last year after he won the Masters, playing in some of those cold events, you're like, ah, maybe just he had one last one last hurrah. Like, maybe like he's going to win just a random tournament probably one day, right? Not even if it's a major. He'll just like, oh, did you see uh, Tiger won the Canadian Open? Right? Like, to me, he's got that in him in the next couple years where I say Phil, not not a shot fighter, but he's like a running – he's like Frank Gore. Like, he's still in the league, but – I don't know if that's ideally the guy you'd want to do starting running back. Like, Phil's career is over. Like, his career of being a top-notch golfer is just, it's it's done. Now, he's four, He's almost 50 years old. And, God, Tom Brady was terrible, you know, early on. He was searching. He to was me, searching. Whenever- I,
1: I think Tom might, is there a difference between he's terrible and he was terrible, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, he clearly, he was frustrated at the point that makes me think sometimes maybe he's better than what he was. Because well, he was a classic, hitting driver.
0: A classic head case move is on holes where everyone's hitting driver. Good, bad, or ugly. It doesn't matter who you are. you just The driver is the shot on the tee. When you're hitting a three-wood, to me, that's a pretty big red flag. Like He's already in his own head. Yeah. Which, maybe he can't hit it. Two, like you said, if he actually... Because they played a practice round on Saturday. If he got out there and played early, and he's working out to try to get ready for this thing, and he's hitting three-wood on the course... Did he know he was kind of fucked? Like, he's just, my game is off right now. I look terrible. And he just, I'm going to embarrass myself. Or Peyton just, Peyton just plays this little power draw, you know? And he, like a normal golfer, he's going to hit some of the shit. And he's also just, I thought he hit a lot of just solid, like, you know, eight to ten handicap shots. He did. For a big guy that just plays, I don't, it never really got explained how much Peyton actually plays. like Probably not as much as you would think, right? Like I, I doubt he's like going out three or four times a week, where it feels like Tom. When Tom does play, he does play a lot. And, but he's, it feels like Tom just,
1: probably hasn't played until the last three weeks, where he's probably played 15 times, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Trying that to tiger. get ready. Yeah, and I. If you're him, you don't want to embarrass yourself. No. You're playing with Peyton, you want to beat Peyton Manning. Like part of it is, if you're Tom, you're just like I just want to be better than Peyton Manning. And Peyton, to me, was, I don't know, dramatically better. Yeah. You know, just yeah. Given the circumstances, his game was just better, and he was just more confident about most of his shots. And he still hit.
1: He was more at ease.
0: Yeah, just more relaxed. This is where I told you, guy. And I think people question, like, would he be good on TV? I think Peyton is just, when the lights are on, he can just turn it on. He was,
1: re- he was pretty funny, too.
0: Yeah, and I think he's naturally funny. And that's where football, I think he'd be so good, because clearly – you know, like on a Monday night broadcast or whatever. He knows so much about football that if he could mix in the fun and the, the kind of just the TV character, which he's always just kind of naturally played with being like the football guy, which maybe it would be kind of difficult, right? To like, how do you turn that off and on, right? Because when you... Peyton, when he was playing, was pretty serious until like the game ended. So when the game was on and the light was on and he had to like kind of perform, that's what... Tony has been such a good broadcaster, right? Because he's kind of like Peyton Manning was the golfer right there. Just, just let it loose, man. Just let, let your knowledge come out, but be you. Have fun.
1: How good was Caliendo's Tony, Charles, and Nance on the he, Brady shot?
0: <laughs> Caliendo's loud Tony. they're so good. Is, that was the best is, part. Is, is he ever, he's done this now three or four times. The Tony. And it is. It's unbeatable. It might be his greatest performance, just that one line.
1: Oh, it's so good. The Nance. I know. I've never <laughs> Brady, heard anybody do a Nance. A lot of people do a Charles. I've never heard anyone do a Nance.
0: He does a pretty good Nance Romo Yeah, just going back and forth because he can play the Romo, and then he can kind of play the Jim Nance. Caliendo's is good at what he does. You
1: know, you know, one of the best parts was Chuck. They get on the par three. Tom's struggling. Chuck's ragging him. Chuck says, I'll give you 25000 if you can hit the green. Then he's like, you know what? I'll give you 50000 if you can hit the green. And Tom's like, okay. And you could tell it's like, oh, my God. Like, Even for Tom, it had to feel like pressure because his shot, the shot tracker was just straight for a millisecond and then a hard right turn away and then just dovetail into the shit. And the best part was that Charles didn't, like, feel bad at all for Tom. Didn't feel like, God, this is sucks to have your t because charles is the last person's gonna feel bad for anybody his golf game gets made fun of all the
0: time and he was just relentless what did he say after that like he's i should have bet you if you could have kept it on the planet not the green do you think charles's golf game and the failures of it has helped make him become more famous yeah Just because that swing is unlike any swing. Unlike, and
1: and there's something inexplicable. Like everybody, if you were that bad at golf, I think you would just stop playing golf. You'd be like, I guess I'm not good at golf. It'd be like, I guess I'm not a good F1 race car driver. I can't drive at those speeds. I'll just not do it anymore. He keeps rolling it out there.
0: Did you hear his name drop? Where Justin Verlander tweets in. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I'd rip Justin, but I played yesterday with him and DJ. Yeah, He does just play a lot. You're right. Most people would quit. Like, if you can't run, you just stop running. Get on the. A lot of people go, you know, I got bad knees, so I can't run, but I need to exercise, so I get on the elliptical. Charles just keeps on fucking on the treadmill. It's like, Charles, you stink. But maybe he just has the hopes that he'll ever get it back. I Part of the broadcast, too, is just adding Charles to it, having the superstars. It is just a very easy – it's an easy watch. It really is just an easy watch. Most people, if you're into sports, probably even if you're not a big golfer, I'd say everyone has casually played golf once or twice. And then there's a large percentage of it that do it, you know, five to 15 times a year with their buddies or over the weekends in the summer. Like it just, I think it's become a little more mainstream for just younger, maybe not even just younger, but just guys. Like it's a sport that just you can kind of play your whole life. People play it, it's relatively easy. Not to play it, but just to buy some cheap clubs, to just swing. You can suck at it, and you can... Like, if you suck and pick up hoops, after a while, you're like, this fucking sucks, I'm terrible, no one wants me on my team, but it's pretty easy if you just suck at golf to find a couple other guys that suck at golf, too, and just play with them and suck together and kind of complain about it. And even if you just hit one good shot, like, you can always relate. Like, God, I remember when I hit that one pure four iron and fucking knocked at five feet Because that's going to happen to every human if you have an ounce of athleticism in your body. And then I think what humanized yesterday, like, well, Tiger looks fantastic. Phil won't shut up. You're like, okay, I knew these two things would happen. But then to see those two guys, especially Tom, just kind of suck, makes it go, God, this this thing is kind of hard. How about
1: about Tom's intro, Samuel L's, like, I don't, was he talking about this course? He's like, his last round on this course, he shot a 108. Tom
0: Brady. <laughs> is that when Tom's like, thanks, Sam?
1: Yeah, he clearly, I think he kind of pointed at Peyton, like, Peyton, did you make him say that? But, um, yeah, I, and the thing is, like, really, Tom hit a ton of good shots. Like, the, the shot that's been, like, the highlight of the thing, I can tell you, for me, like, I'm not someone who takes a divot after the ball, lets it fly, spins the ball back into the cup. And I'm not shooting the triple digits either. I shoot in the 90s, so I'm not good. But I'm significantly worse than Tom because I know I don't have that shot in the bag. And he consistently, even he, sh- he consistently, his iron play actually is
0: not bad. Off the tee, he was pretty bad. But with his irons, he's pretty solid. There was a hole, I think, 16, where three of them knocked it within like five feet. And Tom and Pate, yeah, Peyton that was the, the Russell like Wilson hole. inches. Oh, that's what it was? Well, I-, I-, I was watching the background by that time when I saw Russell come on. I was like, well, I'm not going to make fun of Russell Wilson here, but it's, it's a cheesy element, but it's for charity or whatever. Yeah. And then I look up, and, and Peyton and Tom just fucking blast. You're right. They are, when they do hit a good shot, his shot, like, if you got Tiger Woods from that spot that he knocked it in from, like, 160 yards, you give Tiger Woods 100 balls, he wouldn't knock the ball in. Like, that is just, it doesn't happen very often to good players. Well, that was, they, a, that was, a sh- that was the shot of the day, right? It was, yeah.
1: There was So, two. there was one spot where... Tiger's ball is right in the line of where Phil wants to hit. Phil's hitting his second shot from the fairway or maybe just off the fairway. And Tiger's like, if you hit my ball, I'll give you the hole. Did you see that one? And Phil bounced the ball right over Tiger's ball from, I don't even, you know, 140 yards out. I don't even know. Maybe less than that. but.
0: Well, that was kind of funny because at first I thought Phil was kind of being serious, like kind of doing some gamesmanship, like Tiger Mark. And Justin Thomas was like, yeah, I've never... Seeing so anyone have to mark on this type shot and then ultimately kind of relented and he didn't hit it that close. Yeah. That's when Tiger was like, should I mark with one of my U S open coins? I was like, it feels like, well, I got a few gold ones over here. <laughs> so it's just, um, that, 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 that was the hole. there was one hole where they had to hit the same club. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you just hit one club, the whole hole. Mm-hmm. And Phil tried to like hit a six iron cause he wanted to then hit another six iron where Tiger I think it was was a different hole, but Tiger hit like a four iron. And then he hit like a little low screaming four iron up on the deal. And Amanda was like, uh, what club do you have? And Tiger's like, an iron? She's like, well, yeah, no shit. (laughs) You know, I I think it's just, for Tiger and Tom, I think it's a little, Tiger got a little looser as the thing went on. Tiger was just probably in a good, I mean, he's fucking playing so well. Probably a little harder to, they're not naturally like that. You could tell Tom, like, he can talk some shit, but I think he's naturally kind of focused. Yeah. And then he's not playing well, so he's really kind of mad. I right. think he's playing with three guys that, like, I'm embarrassing myself in front of Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Payne. These are like my contemporary. These are my guys, and I look like I'm the I'm, I'm getting made fun of. He knows millions of people are watching. It had to, he had to be furious. Well, I mean, Brooks kept. Ca- they're at. like
1: Tom Brooks just called. If you get a par on the front nine, he'll donate a hundred thousand dollars. Like he was the butt of all the jokes on the front nine.
0: Think when's the last time like be the equivalent of like having a little trouble with the uh, quarterback exchange there, Tom, you know, just basic shit. He's got to be like, this is, it's one thing to get yelled at if you fuck up a play, which I'm sure he has over, I mean, he's human. He doesn't get that much criticism of like, you suck.
1: Well, I would guess the people that talk shit to him aren't as good as him. Right. So like when he golfs with Edelman, I bet he's better golfer than Edelman. So Edelman probably talks shit the whole time, but Tom ultimately he's probably better. So, whatever. But I think fine. I think
0: Tom plays with these type guys a lot. Well, I know, think? but
1: I'm saying, like, do they talk? He might be better than this, and he's not playing with Tiger and Peyton on national TV and Phil. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You're right, though. It does feel like Peyton would act the same no matter how he's playing. Would talk the same. Tom, you could argue. And Tom
0: probably would not talk. If Tom was the best guy out there yesterday, he probably wouldn't have said much more than he said, right? In the last 10 years, has Tom ever been more, like, embarrassed on national television? (laughs) I I know it's a unique thing, but still, like, you could tell he was not taking it lightly. Yeah, Because there was no... The one thing about golf, when your game's off and you're out there and it's, like, hole four, you are kind of stuck. Like, you just... What are you going to do? And it's one thing when Amanda was, like... Phil hit one into the shit and he's like, you know, I fuck, I gotta make some adjustments. Well, he's Phil fucking Mickelson. He can like move a shoulder, move a, move a leg, twist a, a wrist. What if you're Tom? You're like, what the fuck? Hey, John, let's tell the people about Raycon,
1: the E25 True Wireless Earbuds, premium sound in a compact design. We got them and you can get them too when you go to buyraycon.com ham. You get 15% off at buyraycon.com.
0: Slash ham. guy you already know raycon earbuds start about half the price of any other premium wireless brands or earbuds on the market and they sound just as amazing as the top other audio brands that we've all tried you and i got them sent we've been wearing them for the last couple months they are fantastic their newest model the everyday e25 earbuds are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime seamless Bluetooth pairing. It's really easy to press one button. Boom. More bass, which is key. You want to listen to tunes. And more compact design fits right in your ear, guy. It's fantastic. So if you're working from home, you're working
1: out, you're in the car, you want to pop one in, do whatever, um, take a phone call with it, you know, all the normal stuff, everything you've done, but just for half the price with premium sound. Unlike some of the other wireless options too, they're stylish and discreet, so there's no dangling wires or, Stems. Or sticks. No sticks or stems.
0: Uh, to distract anyone during video calls, too. Well, Guy, you've heard us talk about the company. It was co-founded by Ray J, other celebrities, Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, you know, J.R. Smith, LeBron's old teammate. Now the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off, like I said, off your first order at buyraycon.com slash ham. Buyraycon.com ham. For 15% off wireless earbuds, buy Raycon.com slash ham. (laughs) How about when
1: Tom, when Tom Immelman is in his ear, giving him a rule explanation. He's like, you see the red stake?" No, he says the red line. Tom's like, where's the red line? And Immelman's like, well, you see the red stake. You see the other red stake. The line between those imaginary, that's the red line. From there, get a club. He's like, go get your driver. Tom like gets his driver. Two drivers. Drop it within the second driver. Like guys. And you got this earpiece. That'd be so annoying, but you can't get annoyed at the earpiece. It's just part of the deal.
0: Well, do you think when they were about to hit – maybe they said this on the – I didn't hear that. Do they turn it off for the guys? They have to, right? Yeah. Like Tiger ain't taking a swing with Charles Barkley chiming in to Tom Brady, right? (laughs) Talking shit. You know, Tiger would have (laughs) snapped. You could – I mean, Tiger – I guess they're they're all kind of used to it. Like you do, you gotta be pretty locked in. Like I, I can't scratch my balls. I can't like.
1: You see, I, Tom I just, tore his pants.
0: <laughs> God, I, I was thinking if you're Under Armour, that's not ideal, is it? Which part that? He. It turned out they weren't even Underarmers. Oh, they weren't Underarm. Well, he
1: tweeted. I guess I, that's that's my lesson for not wearing Underarmers. But it, then it's like, why weren't you wearing Underarmers?
0: <laughs> what kind of pants? Did you assume he was wearing Underarmers? Of course. I did. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't Thompson he be wearing Under, Under Why would he own know. anything but Under Armors? Someone sent must have sent Phil the memo like this was a normal golf tournament because he showed up 17 logos all around him. <laughs> like Phil. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> Luis. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's for, for Corona, you can't just wear like a Phil pull, pullover. You know, he's got KPMG. He's got wheels up. He's got NetJets. He's got the fucking watch. His logo. Like Phil, <laughs> his logo on his shoes, too. We get it, Phil.
1: Nobody's like, I just got a just got a text from the CEO workday,
0: Bob Klomper. Bob says, "Thanks, Bob." I mean, and and you can tell Peyton, he started bringing up like his buddy Rosie, who he's trying to <laughs> act Rosie? like just like, just some like blue collar uh, little restaurant owner or something. He's put on some weight <laughs> during quarantine. It's like Peyton Rosie probably like is the you know. The, oil, the guy that owns all the oil fields in the South or something. <laughs> Rosie you mean, uh, Jer- Rosie's the nickname for Jerry Jones or something? Like, <laughs> No Rosie. way Rosie's just some normal human, right? Mm. Would
1: you want, so if I said they're going to do this again, would you want it with Tom and Peyton again? Or would you say, what if I told you it's Phil and Tiger, but would you rather have like Kepka and Justin Thomas or, you know, whatever? That'd be a tough matchup, but.
0: I do like the crossover. The key, like I saw some people, like Steph's really good at golf. You could do something element with that. You do like Peyton's personality helped carry it a little bit because mm-hmm. it's gonna. There's gonna be some dead air. Charles can only say so many jokes. They also benefited from, and we're gonna talk about the NBA here in a second. But like, part of being dead time is just everyone's watching you. Yeah. Like if there was other shit going on. Justin Verlander couldn't just randomly tweet in, right? Or Kepka's like, God, Peyton, you suck. Or Sean Peyton, just like, I love, uh, I like this Florida, Tom Brady. Like every famous athlete and coach and just c- celebrities, they're all consuming it where I just, normally they wouldn't have been just because baseball season's going on. The NBA playoffs are going on. People are just... If Memorial Day was normal, you might be able the late, who knows? Yeah, you, you might just, not get
1: six million, but it's still worth doing again,
0: right? 100%. I also think it shows the, that number, six million, the Jordan documentary. If whatever these sports do come back, then fuck we're just, we would watch the shit out of well, whatever. If you just told me, like, you know, middle Middlecompa, Tigers, twins today, like, fuck. <laughs> it, yeah, so it we, also
1: shows, you know, there is a level of, just big ratings that we can't go back to, from you know, there was a time when there was like you didn't have Mash sports finale, on got all the time. There weren't every local market with a game on. There was just a game on, and that was the game that everybody watched if they wanted to watch a game. Now there's just everything's been splintered so far that you yeah. just can't. This has been kind of a you know, if there was one NBA game a week, it would do probably massive numbers. It'd be the two best teams, and it would be huge. Or three games a week, or whatever. But there's, you know, 15 games a night. Baseball the
0: same. There's a reason, like, ER episodes got 10 million people to watch. (laughs) I had four channels when I was, you know, 13. And you're right. Like, I remember people forget this. And if you're 20 years old, you can't even relate to this. Probably the late 90s, like 97, 98... Channel thirty one that was the broadcast partner for the Sacramento Kings like we're, we're in living in Davis that was our local that was like channel.
1: your U, it was like UPN or WB or for people who remember those things right
0: well guy you, you thirty one didn't get eighty two NBA games you got like probably half right if it, I kind of remember it being like in the low thirties I so think you're right every, so every other week or maybe there'd be a week where you're like we got two Kings games on this week and now you can't even imagine. If sports were going regularly, not to like, I get mad. People get mad in the Masters when it's like, I can't believe they don't show every single shot. Well, I get mad when it's
1: like a golf tournament's begun, but we don't get, it's like only golf channel studio show for an hour.
0: I know, but that golf is really kind of the last bastion of that going on. Like the NFL baseball and basketball, you, you never come in and like, I can't believe. They didn't cut to the Warriors rocket game till seven minutes left in the second quarter. Cause they were running some other broadcast. They were running some other television show. Like that doesn't happen. Right. Or cause the broadcast rights didn't allow us to watch the first quarter of the Niner game. Like in basketball, baseball and football, if you want it, you get fucking everything. Golf is the one sport where you're right. Like, Sometimes on golf channel they must clearly not have the rights to the tournament because you'll just be like no, yeah. they're showing still photos. You're like, what is going on here? But it's clearly just contractual. Yeah. Right? Yep. We've become spoiled, but we've also become I I I know I have. Like I'm gonna take, you know, some not pride's the wrong word, but you know, understand what I've lost. Cause I haven't had shit to watch. I, I've really felt it like this last month. Like, I got nothing else to watch. I mean, I've gone down. I've seen it all, which is sad. You're saying you're
1: saying because of how bad we've had it, you're gonna watch A's Rangers when it's uh, five to nothing in the fifth inning.
0: No, I wouldn't go that far. But my point is that like I, I will like oh the game like sometimes, Warriors were a bad example because they were terrible this year. But sometimes in the, like in the NFL and like a Thursday night game, if the game's awful. I'll stop paying attention, you know, halfway yes. through. And you, be you, I will go else. back to that. I'll probably do a little less of that early on. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, I'm, I'm not going to be super locked. Well, this is, like, is, I said this is at the beginning. Game. Remember, I was like,
1: I would watch anything. It's like, okay, Ohio App State. Here you go. You'd be
0: like, oh, never mind. I wouldn't watch that. No. It's the same but thing I, that
1: happens every year with the Hall of Fame game in the NFL.
0: I, I Do you think sports ratings are going to be higher this fall when everything comes back? Or were they just looking normal? Uh, to
1: me, it just depends on our. Yeah, I don't. It depends. Like, it's just—is it still less competition for everything? I guess you could argue everyone's already gone through the whole Netflix library.
0: Um, well, there's going to come a point where Netflix and these—they haven't been producing shows. They're going to run out if this goes a while, right? They don't. The inventory. I think
1: initially they'll probably be pretty high. I mean higher, but I don't know how long that'll last.
0: Like, for the NBA, for example, football would just be high because football. People are going to watch. It's on Sunday. It's just made for television. The, there's going to be a lot of hype whenever the NBA comes back. Assuming, as you can see with the Jordan doc and the match, now you could push back and be like, yeah, they got 6 million people. One included Michael fucking Jordan. The other included Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Tiger Woods, and Phil Mickelson. <laughs> like, you know, there's a reason. Like, the one last week, right, got 2 million viewers. If it had been Ricky Fowler, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and, like, you know, Brooks Kepka, is that number three and a half or four? Or you just throw Tiger in, it's probably a double the number. Yeah. So, I part of it is, like, is the first round, or, a ba- like, is the A's game going to get more people to watch when they come back? Probably not, right? Now, Yankees, Red Sox, if that's, like, let's say it's opening night in baseball— and it's like Sunday night baseball starts, let's just pick some random day at the end of June. And I just tell you the Yankees Red Sox are going to open up baseball by itself Sunday night on ESPN. It, it wouldn't shock you, right? If Monday morning comes out, it's the highest rated baseball game in the last two decades. Sure. Or something yeah. Like that. Yep. But I don't think that, that
1: lasts two months.
0: Yeah. That's where, and I think it's a good example if I'm some of these leagues and you clearly feel the momentum of baseball and basketball. They do have an opportunity for like a month or two to just kind of be like, historic rating, historic rating. Even though we we'll of course it is, but it's still going to look sweet. Yeah. And, these and they'll make money back. Love, fuck yeah. So it's like the faster you can get back, because golf's going to be the first sport back of baseball, basketball. and Golf's coming back in a couple weeks. Yeah,
1: June 8th, the Charles Schwab Challenge.
0: So I've already seen, like, uh, I saw a tweet, like, last week. Clearly, because these guys are kind of independent. I mean, they are independent contractors. Now, a lot of them are on salaries from their sponsors and stuff. But, you know, to work up FedEx points and Ryder Cup points, like playing in tournaments that they're not going to be able to make up is going to be important and to, like, hone their game. Some of these early tournaments, like, I think 15 of the top, like, 25 players in the world are already committed to this, where maybe they would have normally, but maybe not. Where all of a sudden you might see like, God, you see the John Deere Classic is Tiger, Phil, Kepka, Rory, it'd just be loaded, and I bet they do pretty decent ratings because there's there'd be nothing for him to compete against in the June. One of the stories on the NBA is they're not gonna come back till July twenty-fifth. That's like when the playoffs would start. Like that's guy, it's May twenty-fifth. That's a long time. That's a lot of real estate. So
1: apparently Winhorse said on Get Up on uh, Monday. There's a really good chance the NBA goes with a 16-team playoff and no regular season, so skips the last few games of this regular season. He also said that uh, there's definitely a possibility to have the teams just seeded 1 through 16, just do 16 teams and go 1 through 16 um, for the whole league, Uh, which, you know, if you did it that way, Uh, would obviously be different. Now, they do have, I guess they're bringing this up to the owners on Friday. The owners are going to have a vote on this, and he thought that the Eastern Conference owners might be a little resistant to it. But um, I I didn't get the impression that he was confident they would just have 16 teams, a 16-team 1-16 through seed playoff. But uh, I, I don't know. Like I would like it just for being different. I wouldn't like it from the standpoint of, Whoever, if, if there's a Western Conference team that wins the championship this year, treating that like they just went through the same Western Conference playoffs that other people have to go through, or vice versa. If, like, the Bucs were to win.
0: that That's my issue, because clearly you could get some pretty cool matchups. Like, damn, you're getting Sixers-Lakers in round two? Or, just, you know, who knows? You have to see the, how the bracket shook out. But I would imagine by about the second round, you would get some crazy shit. Like, what? And it would be just weird to watch. But to me, the champion, what if the way your seating broke? The Rockets only played the Nuggets. The- like, they didn't have to play the Lakers, the Clippers. <laughs> be, you, yeah. The Bucks got knocked out, and they played the Sixers in the championship. That's That would be my issue. Though, I do think if you were looking at from a money recoup standpoint, if that's all you're in, they could do some pretty huge ratings with some, you know, crossover markets, as like the Nuggets, for example. Let's say round two again. I have to write out the bracket. It was like Nuggets Celtics well, or I, something.
1: Yeah, I could tell you like right now. Would you re, would they do a reseed? Would you go? I would
0: assume you just went one through sixteen and just play it. out. And then
1: the winner of the six eleven plays the winner of the three fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you'd have you
0: would you would in a March Madness bracket one through sixteen? You just work your way to. The so right
1: now you'd have Bucks Magic. 116 the 215 would be lakers nets the 314 raptors grizzlies the 413 clippers mavs 512 is celtics sixers 611 is nuggets pacers 710 is rockets jazz hmm. uh 89 is heat okc and then uh oh yeah so that's all of them
0: See to me it gets cool the second round is where i think you would just get some depending on who wins like Clippers Celtics heat- would be awesome in the second round like a 4 13 5 12 who would like the heat play uh so
1: the heat what did i say they're they're the 8 9 so they'd play the 1 16 so they'd play
0: like the bucks so it could be like heat bucks yeah i mean I, that that but that would kind of feel normal I wouldn't be opposed to it. You you could argue, at this point in time, you should be open to everything, right? Is that, Or is it like, if you can play, which it feels like they're going to play, don't you want to make the integrity of the playoffs as normal as possible so that it, your champion, it's natural in 2020, everyone's going to have a fucking opinion. But, like, if you won four seven-game series, you won four seven-game series, right? If you do it normally, East-West, you're like, yeah, we only played... 67 regular season games because of the pandemic. But our playoffs were normal. They were pushed back. I won four. I'm the Bucs. I'm Giannis. I won four seven-game series. I won the East, and I took out the Clippers or yeah. the Lakers. Like, no one could say anything to me. I, I think if if they're
1: seriously considering just in the big picture doing this, right? Like, people have talked about what should the NBA just go to this anyway? If they're seriously considering it, then – then then it makes sense to do it if they're not seriously considering. Now, you could argue maybe they're not going to seriously consider it and then they do it and it works and it's cool. And so you just say ah oh, the hell with it. I mean, I think obviously travels a factor, right? Like one of the reasons you split everybody up is because you're playing all these games and all these days against the same team. It's if you end up with Celtics Clippers, that's kind of a pain in the ass, especially well, if in that's bu- a second. You're in, round. The, you're in the bubble. Oh, they're playing this in the bubble.
0: It's all going to be in Disney. That's part of the deal. It's all going to be in should, the bubble. But
1: are you confident that's how it's going to play out?
0: It's all going to be in the bubble. I, I, I was with you at first. I was like, no way they're going to do it in the bubble. Everything that has been reported over the last like six or seven days is bubble, bubble, Disney World, bubble, bubble, Disney World. Well, good
1: for them. I guess they can – I mean, how long is that going to take? If they're playing the bubble and baseball's not playing and baseball players are bitching about being in – I guess they're outside. Maybe it makes it easier to be at your home field's. See, I, 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 at first I thought the bubble thing was crazy. No, I don't think it, the bubble they, thing's crazy.
0: I'm just surprised they, it would actually happen. No, I, I thought it was crazy like a month ago because I thought no way they could figure it out. No way the players would agree to go. I think at this point they've kind of come. The only way we could get this thing done is the bubble, given all of our cities are off, given travel stuff. So I think it's going to happen in the bubble. That's where you do have an unlimited option of, how about this guy? doing play-in games, like what about doing like seven versus, you know, ten and eight versus nine, one in, kind of like baseball does it in the sense of the wild card game, just to add some juice, just have some one-off games just to get into the playoffs, why
1: not? Yeah, like all these teams, like in the West where you've got three teams battling for the last spot or four teams, basically. Yeah, like
0: King Grizzly versus, you know, Pelicans, whoever, and then the winners play each other and the winner gets in. You know, shit like that. Yeah. What?
1: But then but then wouldn't you say if you like you're almost They get more they get more practice yeah. almost playing together Not yeah, you're it. not at a disadvantage if you're the team that's already in, but you kinda are. Um
0: are they gonna play like a few exhibition warm up games? Do you think the bubble, if the bubble happens and they're basically doing it in a summer league type environment, it might even look smaller, like in a practice court, depending on how they set it up in the Disney World bubble. It could ease, ease, you know, either be a pretty big success where we just get unlimited access. It's really cool. Or it could kind of, and I wouldn't blame them. It's not their fault, look kind of janky, right? It's just this, the juice wouldn't be there. Like I, I heard Ethan Strauss say, you know, there is some risk involved in coming back and everyone being like, the NBA just has a bunch of real estate. They own it. Baseball's not back yet. And then the ratings are still small. And all of a sudden, you're like, God, does no one truly care about basketball? But don't you and need but, – but again, like, the reason – And even people like me and you are watching, you're like, God, something's off right now. Yeah, well – You know, but like if people that it, actually like the sport.
1: But but again, to me, that'd be like, you know, not taking a test because you're afraid of the result. Like, if that's what's going to happen, you need to know that's how people view your league so you can change.
0: No, I agree. I'm, I'm not saying – they can't even have that thought because if you're going to come back, however it comes out, it's a little out of your control. If you do everything to maximize what you can do – I'm just saying there is a huge unknown of just these guys playing in these super high stakes games, and, and listen, they're they play in super high stake pickup games, but as you watch no. pickup games like highlights yeah. of it, but it's, is it going to have that feel to them with no crowd? Well, what, what's a, the? Are- have
1: you seen pictures of the arena there?
0: No, I I, th- I thought again I haven't read because I do much think it'll look the-
1: kind of janky if it looks like the G League arenas.
0: But I haven't used it the word janky, janky
1: in 15 years, though. But
0: well, if you played in like a normal arena, like let's just say, fuck, you just we got a we got the Lakers versus the Clippers, and we took them to fucking you know Pauley Pavilion or wherever, any arena, and it was just empty. It's hard to make it look kind of. Because the camera angles, you just see some of the seats,
1: right? Yeah, see, I think that would look better, though, because of where the cameras, because the arena's big, you just get the right camera angles. Like, I think part of the problem when you watch some of these G League games that are in smaller arenas or or the Practice summer court. league, yeah, it's like the camera angles are awful. You just, because there's no room. So I think if you played in the arena, at least you'd have full-on sound systems. You'd have, you know, to me it would, even with no fans, feel bigger in a big arena, because the camera angles would be better, you'd have more space as opposed to just seeing like walls. Like, I to me, a wall is whatever. A, I mean, it doesn't matter, but
0: well, see, that's the problem for basketball is like their courts. Because, right, the summer league that's in Orlando is like legitimately just a practice court with and they put some like fold out chairs, and it just kind of looks janky. And if that, like, it, in baseball. Like, you're just going to – they're going to play on a baseball diamond, right? And it's either going to be if they do it in, all in Scottsdale or in their, it's going to look normal like a baseball stadium. They were talking yesterday, and Charles is right. Like, listen, it, people have tweeted this. I think you and I have talked about it. It's hard. Golf's going to look sweet because their courses are going to be badass, all of the ones they play on the tour. And two, the golf course are the golf course, the so their angles are not going to change, right? Like you're saying, the angle is going to be the angle when – Rory's teeing off, whether there's a lot of fans there or not, and they can get the drones. And and football's the same. Like if football plays at Levi Stadium, week two or whatever, or week one against the Cardinals, whether there are fans there or not, the angles are going to be the angles, and it's going to—they're on the field. But in basketball, it can look a little weird fast if there's like a wall right on the right side of them, right? Instead of where the lower bowl would be, it's just a wall, you know. And it it could th- it just throws your eyes off, and then I wonder. There's just a lot on the line if you're playing fucking NBA playoff. Games. Yeah, so you, you know, know what, these guys.
1: Given that, given the environment, given if they're all in Disney and no one's traveling anyway, I, I, then I would I've just never.
0: I've ne- I've never been to Disney World. I don't know their setup. I, I don't, don't even if but, They had to make one.
1: But given all that, I would just seat them. I would be open to just seating them one through sixteen. It's all. It's all. If everything's weird anyway, then what the hell? Just.
0: Put it all on the table.
1: Put it all on the table. Give it a shot. See what it's like. Make kind it. So- and to your point, like if you're at all afraid of, ra- like make it as different and as cool as possible. Who knows? Maybe you end up with Clippers, Lakers in the championship or something like that. Because you, do you agree
0: that if, like, let's say they come back, and let's say when golf comes back, it's like God, they, they've seen a fifty percent bump in viewership just because nothing was on. And The UFC's that way, and the Jordan Dock. And fucking the match, all of a sudden NBA playoff games. It was like, uh, that's the lowest rated first round series we've had in a decade. You know, people would be like, uh, what's going on? Yeah, but that, that would not be ideal for Adam Silver and his league. Which, listen, I I'm sure Adam is a really intelligent guy. I I think he's a smart guy, but it's not really disputable that the league the last you know, has struggled getting people to watch domestically. And I think you and I, maybe we were talking on the podcast, or maybe we were BSing off of it one time. And you said this, and I, I've I kind of crossed my mind during the Jordan doc because I thought about this with baseball sometimes too. Like maybe the NBA just peaked kind of like late '90s, Kobe Shaq, you know, and just domestically his popularity. Still, they still get a lot of people to watch. Still, billion dollars. Not like no one cares. But you just, you know, baseball. Like maybe they peaked in like '70s and '80s you know and up till the strike and had a little glimpse with the steroid era but it was kind of manipulated a little bit mm-hmm. and it's just it's you know society things change right i mean the way think about television yeah, shows yeah i mean i think like, you what? always have to adapt like in entertainment think about every other walk of life in entertainment music changes tv shows change but sports just the sports the sport right it's just well
1: you know what i just thought of was like obviously basketball's revenues have grown over the last, just pick, pick any since the mid nineties, right? Last 30 years, yeah. basketball revenue have grown. I guess baseball. Yeah, I mean, not, I guess we know baseball's everything has grown in the last 30 years, right? 40 years, 50 years, as has footballs. Football's feels like it's grown for all the same reasons that basketball's and fo- and baseball's has, but also because it's become more popular. Baseballs hasn't, and basketballs, I would say, although we could probably debate basketball a little bit, has it grown because it's gotten more popular, or has it grown because they've just there's more revenue streams, there's more ways to put the game out, there's just more of everything, more co- more corporate dollars getting just just, involved yeah. in live every games and- on TV, that's more TV effort, there's just all this stuff. Yeah. I would say football. That's what makes football different than the other two. Is football has now basketball would argue we've grown especially globally and blah blah blah, and it's true. But I think, has basketball gotten more popular in the last 30 years? Has baseball? Has football? I The answer to football is clearly yes. Baseball, I don't think you can argue is yes. Basketball, they'd probably argue yes and have some numbers, and we could debate that. But. Well, I
0: think ba- baseball, you'd go, the sport is pretty much stayed the same. There's still a lot of and talented more competition. guys. Yeah, you would just say there's more competition slash the pace of the sport and the pace of society have just changed a little bit, which it's it's a little understandable to know that a lot of inventory, the playoffs are still really popular. It's really understandable. The basketball is a little more complicated. I think one thing is really clear. When we were born and in, in our youth, college basketball was really popular, yeah. right? A ton of stars. You had a ton of future stars like football is now. It's really died because you're, you don't have as much just star power, right? They just won and done. This year is the probably the first time they've ever truly had to be like, we got a fucking problem. Like our, our seven of our top ten draft picks went overseas or were kicked out of the NCAA within a month. Like it was just a disaster. And it just feels like it's only getting worse. I saw another guy committed to that team in the G League. It's like they've now like last landed like three or four guys. Where it's just like that was a feeder system that kind of grew into like If you want, if it helped like all the different regions of our country, like if you were in the South, you were an LSU fan. Well, you got a fucking Shaq came through. So you just were paying attention, right? Or Kentucky or Duke or UCLA, where it's just a little more hit or miss now. It feels like if you're a UCLA guy, you're taking pride from guys 10 years ago for the most part, right? Back when guys would stay maybe at least two years, that definitely has dipped, right? Like Russell Westbrook went there. Well, Russell's now been in the league for 12 years. Right. Was he a one? In, I th- maybe he was a two-year two. guy, but yeah. But he was like a back. He's kind of an outlier. But he's, yeah, he's weird. You, you know what I'm saying. Where football is just the ultimate. It's a gr- easy to gamble. It's easy to watch on television. College football has just maintained its popularity, if not gotten more popular, because like easy to bet, easy to gamble, easy to watch, stars that come back. You build stars, because ultimately this is entertainment. It, yeah, like,
1: maybe it just had more growth potential, too. Football. Football. I, I think the television thing Because there was a time, right, when you'd say all these young guys coming in from coming right out of high school. I guess they ended it. But it it did there has was College this in-
0: football become bigger, maybe? Is that you know maybe the NFL just I maintained think it's more and the college NFL. football became bigger?
1: I think the I think college football has gotten bigger in big. maybe just a natural way. I think the NFL's more exploded. Right? College football's always been big. It's I mean college because there was a like the NCAA at one point in time was bigger than the NBA, right? And college football for a period of time was bigger yeah. than the NFL. That's baseball. Just was Major League Baseball was has been the biggest since 1901. Well, not really, but you know what I mean. Um,
0: I, I, one one thing that I think hurts has hurt baseball is a lot of our best athletes. A lot of them are African American. Uh, They used to play baseball growing up, and then they would pick. You know, some of them would end up playing football. Some of them would play baseball, and it kind of splintered. Like, obviously, not everyone chose baseball, but still, like, is Ken Griffey? I mean, Ken Griffey Jr.'s kid played football. Barry Bonds, you know, guys like that. Deion Sanders now, I don't know, is going split. He's just going all in on football earlier, and I think – and he's – he was never even, quote-unquote, a baseball star, but – Every team was littered with black dudes when we were growing up who were the stars of the league and the white guy. It was just, it was just a combination of it all where baseball now feels kind of splintered. Where I know Andrew McCutcheon, the only thing I've ever read on Jeter's website, it was great. He's just, you know, he's just, he wrote this article about the inner city and in baseball and how it's really kind of gone the other way with the other sports becoming so much more popular and it hurts him. You know, it feels like Andrew, when you close your eyes, you're like, how many black guys are in baseball right now? And I think sometimes you think the Dominican guys are. But it's, like, really not our homegrown talent from this country. It feels like, were you there the one day when Vita Blue was in the green room and we were bullshitting about, like, playing football growing up? Yeah. And it's like, Vita Blue now, I don't know. He he was small, so he wouldn't have been it. Well, who knows? Now it's easier to run. But he was like, God, I was a great little option quarterback in high school. It's like, think, you're right. probably, LSU's recruiting you to play football, and I don't know if you're going to play baseball. Yeah. Right?
1: Baseball's had that. I mean, it's why they've got that R, that pro that RBI program, right? The yeah. reviving baseball in inner cities thing. But it's it's you're right. That's a it's a major problem for them. The American that, athlete that's that, choosing that other will,
0: sports. Like they are missing a couple, Ken Griffey Jr. And make I, no I,
1: mistake, too. Like the American athlete is part of what gets you the American viewer,
0: right? That's always my pushback on basketball going globally. Like, yeah, we judge you here on people caring here. Like, we do have hundreds of millions of people in this country, right? This isn't, okay, you know, like, certain states are kind of irrelevant. But on a whole, right, you want people to consume your sport. Well, yeah,
1: like, well, soccer, I mean, soccer is a massive sport in this country relative to most sports, not necessarily relative to the major sports. But the best thing that soccer can do in the United States is get a U.S. league that is on the level with the great international leagues instead of having Americans try to watch the internet I mean a lot of Americans I know a lot I don't I've tried a lot of people listening might do be fans of soccer internationally but if the United States could get a league eventually that is like considered a top tier league then that's that would be the best thing for American viewership
0: I I think one thing that would help even before that step would just be to get a couple Tiger Woods type guys over in Europe and just like the Ronaldinho, you talking or the about? Amer-
1: you talking about get those guys here, or?
0: Well, I'm just saying, even just develop that, have that guy, even if he plays on Real Madrid or whatever. But we just got like, oh, Guy Haberman. He's an American player. Guy Haberman, who's from Dallas, Texas, right, right. is fucking Real Madrid's best goal scorer. You'd be like, okay, I mean, that guy would become an international superstar and be a big point of pride for us when you like went to the World Cup. you would be like, okay, you know, we got. We got, like, uh, a Saquon Barkley, you know, a Ken Griffey Jr., the equivalent of soccer. We'd be like, okay, we got a shot, right? Because now it's like, you know, we got this fucking bald guy whose dad was the coach. Everyone keeps telling me he's really good, Michael Bradley. Whenever I watch him, I go, I don't really see it. <laughs> you know, I'm the, I don't claim to be soccer. Wait, that's still happening? I don't know if he still – he was on the team, it felt like, for way too long. Oh, yeah. But, but we always heard about, like, that guy, just certain guys. And then you'd watch, you go, yeah, you know – most of us that are sports fans in America aren't super locked into soccer, but we can watch a World Cup game and go, yeah, our guys don't quite look as good as their guys, you know? And it's pretty clear. Why don't our guys on their best teams? Because we'll be playing like Germany. It's like, ah, you know, Real Madrid, Chelsea, and uh, Barcelona. Yeah, all these guys play for those teams. And you're like, who do our guys play for? It's like the Earthquakes and the, the Dallas Stars. You're like, yeah, we're going to lose. Yeah. We're going to get smoked. Two to nothing, but we'll, we'll get smoked. Yeah. one of those where we barely touch the ball cuz that that's been a problem for tennis right you just don't have an american star as a guy you know we had sampras and agassi and historically a lot of them that you are dependent yeah. on like it's one thing isner's not the nba, still, not do,
1: cult, uh, the NBA still does
0: have like their star power is actually stronger to me than they, like their there is power.
1: no reason why the nba can't be as great as it can possibly be Actually, there are reasons because you can't put the free age I mean, I'm not against free agency, but pl- your best players moving to three teams in five years is just not
0: – it's just it's just shitty. It's bad for your sport. Well, didn't you notice watching the Jordan doc? You just watch a player and you just – yeah, put that player with that team in your head. Reggie you and the Pacers. A, a million games yeah. I hated Reggie. Starks and the Carl- Knicks.
1: A million games I rooted for them.
0: Hakeem, Carl Malone, Clyde, Magic. Like, you just say a name, you put a team. No different – Football's kind of the same way. Like, I, Tom's going to be Tom Brady, Patriots. Peyton Manning. Colts? <laughs> uh, heat Bags, yeah. Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You just, they're stars. They're not in their like, prime
1: changing team.
0: I mean. I'll give you one. When I say LeBron James, who do you originally? Who, Cavs. What team? More than the Heat? Yeah. Because
1: that's. He was a phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I don't think about him winning champ. Like, I just remember where I was. I thought I think we were probably in the same boat. Like, I didn't need. LeBron was a phenomenon before he won a championship, and all that crazy
0: stuff happened
1: as a Cavalier.
0: Well, I'll I'll, I'll give you a good example. And like, his story is way unwritten now. But like, in 2026, when I go Kevin Durant, you're like, well, he played for the Warriors, the Thunder, the Nets, then he got traded to the Rockets, and then he finished his career with the Knicks. Like, he's got. If I told you right now Kevin Durant plays for six teams when it's all said and done, would you believe it? Like the Nets are not his last team, right? Well, the Nets are not his last team, correct? Right. Yeah. And and just, if you're a great player, sometimes at the end you hold on, you get traded a couple times, right? Like Charles Barkley, I guess he only played for three teams. But it just, it feels now with salary dumps and stuff that you just never know. But I think,
1: but what I'm saying is it, what, you, what happens at the end of your career is irrelevant. Like, you play for three teams in four years. Like,
0: that's irrelevant,
1: right? It's Like, when, when I say Kevin Durant right
0: now, when I say Kevin Durant right now, do you think OKC more in the wars?
1: I don't even. I mean, I'd like to say yes, but probably He's 30 not. years old.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's 30 years old.
1: But to me, it's more about guys. It's not how many teams you end up with, like, because you played with two teams at the end of your career. But you're right. In his prime, he might have four. There might be another team in his prime that he plays for after Brooklyn.
0: Well, it could just be a disaster. Let's say he demands a trade in a couple years, and he just goes to another, you know. That's the other thing with basketball, probably more than ever, they can demand a trade. Right? Because in baseball, guys have all, like Greg Maddox and Barry Bonds didn't start on the Braves or the Giants. Hey, Katie wouldn't get back for the playoffs, would he? Uh, I, I think there were some, I read an article like a month ago. Again, let me rephrase that. Saw a headline of an article the most dangerous potential team in the playoffs could be Kyrie, Kevin Durant coming back. I guess they don't have a coach because they fired him, but I think their general manager or Rich Kleiman, again, but I definitely saw the headline, he will not be returning this season no matter what, Kevin. Okay. And I would assume that it's a package deal. Like, Kyrie is not like, you know what? I'm 90% back, but I'll tough it out for the what playoffs. If, like, what win a championship? <clears throat> what if, like, a bunch of teams get knocked out
1: and the Nets get to the second round? Is he healthy?
0: I don't know. He has looked pretty sweet on some of the clips that I've seen, whatever that means. All right, on that note. Godspeed.